Welcome to KRDO's Business Connection, featuring KRDO's advertisers and partners, the best of Colorado Springs businesses. Sunday mornings at 7 on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 AM, 92.5 FM, and streaming live at KRDO.com. Welcome to KRDO's Business Connection. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers. Joining me this morning on the KRDO Newsline, Dr. William Anderson, an Enterprise Executive Medical Director for Heart and Vascular Services through Centura. Dr. Anderson, thank you so much for joining us here on KRDO News Radio. Good morning, Andrew. It's great to be with you. Absolutely. You know, Dr. Anderson, we're going to talk a little bit about keeping your heart in great shape, and especially with our winter months ahead of us, of course, you know, there's a great things like skiing, even getting out and enjoying some of the uh, winter hiking, snowshoeing, things like that as well. But uh, there's some things that we need to make sure that we are definitely keeping aware of. So let's talk a little bit about, first and foremost, how some of these colder weather uh, days and really what that cold might do to your cardiovascular system. Well, during cold weather, Andrew, the heart really has to work harder to maintain your normal body temperature. Your body naturally constricts or narrows blood vessels in the skin and and in the extremities to help maintain a normal body temperature. That's one reason you want to make sure you dress warmly, eat properly, and, and stay physically active. As always, for heart health, diet and activity are, are really two key points to keep in mind. First, it, it's always tempting to reach for the heavier, sweeter foods during the holidays. And I'd say try to anticipate this before you go to parties and, and social gatherings and keep seasonal fruits, vegetables, top of mind if that's possible. During the cold weather, it may also be a little bit harder, but it's important to find ways to exercise too. Yeah, and when it comes to that exercise, and especially during the cold weather, what should we be kind of keeping in mind as far as shifting some of those exercise routines or ways to do knowing the uh, extra load that our uh, system's already going to be carrying due to the temperatures? Well, certainly, winter sports are great reasons to, to live in Colorado or visit Colorado. Um, skiing, snowshoeing, other winter sports are actually good for your heart. You'd do want to make sure you're in good physical condition and that your body's ready for this level of exertion, I would say particularly at altitude. If you've never skied before, you probably should take it slowly and, and really listen to your body. Take breaks, stay hydrated, and if you notice any unusual shortness of breath or, or especially any chest discomfort, stop. Take a break. Underlying heart disease can be completely silent until your heart is really stressed. And these activities that we're talking about can produce this level of stress on your heart. So if you do feel chest discomfort or or unusual shortness of breath when you're skiing, snowshoeing, uh, and the symptoms persist for more than 15 to 20 minutes, it's probably a good idea to seek medical care immediately. And those resources are available on the ski slopes. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned that kind of time limit as far as, you know, seeing if it lasts prolonged. Is that something also to kind of keep in mind to determine whether it could be a heart issue versus, you know, using that example of skiing? It's obviously also going to be at that higher elevation, so it might be a little bit more common or at least, you know, easier to think, well, I might be more out of breath because I'm at, you know, X elevation compared to even here in Colorado Springs. Yeah, sure. And Jim, that's a good point. And I think it makes it somewhat difficult, particularly for people who are visiting Colorado, 
and find themselves at altitude, uh, you know, when they're accustomed to being at, at sea level, it can make it rather difficult, I think particularly with shortness of breath, because that's a nearly ubiquitous sort of finding in, in people who are visiting Colorado and find themselves at 10,000 feet. Um, I would say chest discomfort, though, if that's accompanying the shortness of breath, that that's concerning. And if that persists for more than 15 or 20 minutes, it, it's probably a good idea to go see someone and, and let them check you out. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Anderson, when it comes to, you know, overall heart health, I know a lot of uh, things that people automatically run to would maybe be the heart attack. I guess it might just be a little bit more front of mind, but is there more of an increased risk of heart attacks or other kind of coronary issues like that during our colder winter months? Actually, yes, is, is, is the short answer. Statistically, the incidence of heart attacks increases during the winter months. And this relates to the fact that your heart's already working harder in colder weather to keep you warm. In addition to that, winter weather can create circumstances where people who aren't normally physically active are suddenly faced with a lot of physical activity. Shoveling snow certainly would be a great example of that. It makes your heart work overtime. Your blood vessels are constricted to preserve your body heat, and you essentially find yourself doing a lot of vigorous exercise all at once. And these are the conditions that increase the risk of heart attack, particularly if you're not accustomed to such intense physical activity. My advice would be to start slowly and take frequent breaks or better yet, ask for some help from a family member or a neighbor. Yeah, and you know, it's very important to realize, you know, what the common symptoms are of a heart attack because uh, we know there's a lot of things else it could be or even just that additional stress, like you mentioned, just your body trying to stay warm during the uh, cold months. So what are some of the more common symptoms for a heart attack? And I know they also differ between men and women. So let's talk on the, uh, the male side first as far as those common symptoms. Sure. The... You know, there's a, there are some misperceptions out there. Um, some heart attacks actually do come on suddenly and can be very dramatic and intense, and, and that's kind of what the media would, would lead you to believe. It's the sort of thing that you see on television. The reality, though, is that most heart attacks start slowly with a, a mild, nagging chest discomfort. Most people described as a, a tightness, a pressure, a heaviness, It's usually in the center of the chest, but it can also involve your shoulders, arms, upper back. It can even radiate up into your neck and your jaw. And this discomfort usually lasts for more than a few minutes, usually for more than 20 to 30 minutes, um, and can sometimes go away, but it usually quickly returns. Patients can also describe other things other than chest discomfort, sweating, shortness of breath, lightheadedness, even nausea and vomiting. For women, heart attack symptoms, you're right, can be a little different. Um, Interestingly, chest discomfort or pain is still the most common symptom, but women have a tendency to experience these other symptoms that I mentioned um, in a more prevalent way unusual or or sudden onset of shortness of breath, nausea, vomiting, um, sweating, lightheadedness. And these symptoms in women in particular can occur even in the absence of chest discomfort. It's worth 
pointing out, Andrew, that about 20% of heart attacks are silent. That is, they have no symptoms, um, and patients are not really aware of it, but the heart has sustained some damage. Um, that said, it's only 20%, so most of heart attacks do involve symptoms of some kind. Unfortunately, heart disease is really prevalent in this country, and heart attacks occur uh, about every 40 seconds. Yeah, and you know, in addition to heart attacks, there are some other heart diseases, as you mentioned, is it is pretty prevalent here. What are some other kind of heart diseases, things like that, that we should be aware of? Well, I think it's important to talk about this, Andrew, because heart disease is not only the leading cause of death in men, but also in women in the United States. And, and heart disease really cuts across almost all racial and ethnic backgrounds. Some other Cardiovascular diseases uh, that are very common would be hypertension, uh, certainly one of the most common. Uh, rhythm disturbances of the heart, particularly something called atrial fibrillation or a skipping of the heart rhythm. Uh, maybe lastly, I'd say valvular heart disease where the heart's valves don't open or close very well. Uh, that tends to become more prevalent as, as people age. And Dr. Anderson, as we've been talking about this, what are some of the bigger misconceptions that people might have when it comes to heart health and uh, the general topic? I think, the, look, I, I, I speak with a, a jaded voice because I'm a cardiologist, so I see this all the time. But I think there's this, this perception out there that despite the fact that heart disease is the most common killer of people in the United States, uh, people feel that it won't happen to them. Uh, so they they tend to be dismissive of it. Um, it's a little like buckling your seatbelt when you get in the car. At least uh, a while ago, people didn't do that very often because they thought that it would never be them in a car accident. I can only tell you that, you know, if you have a family history of heart disease, if you have high blood pressure, uh, particularly as we age, uh, heart disease becomes more and more prevalent. I would add diabetes to that list. That's a major risk factor. Smoking is another. So these are the things that predispose you to developing heart disease. And I would uh, I would caution people on thinking that it won't happen to them. But it happens to a lot of people out there. And Dr. Anderson, if people want to get more information about uh, the resources available or just get more information in general, what's the best way to do so? Well, your listeners can go to the American Heart Association website or can connect with a Centura physician uh, simply by visiting centura.org. Again, that website is centura.org. Dr. William Anderson, we appreciate your time and expertise this morning and uh, helping us all stay a little bit more heart healthy this winter. Definitely appreciate the time. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me.